first again saying thank you for the usher board ministry come by to visit in Zion on this second Sunday. Amen. And to uh, our extinguished pastors, amen, and ministers here, amen. God bless you. Great seeing you here as well. Amen. It's always a pleasure to do to fellowship with brothers, amen. 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 Message I'm dealing with tonight has a theme. It's called "It's Bath Time." Take you back to maybe your childhood days, or now he's maybe as a parent that before you put your child to sleep, you want them to be clean before they go to bed. Or say it's Sunday morning, you just got them out the shower, you just got them out the bath, so they got their clean clothes on, but there's a little time to spare. You tell them not to go outside and play because you want them to stay clean. You know, we want to stay clean. We want, uh, as in the, the body, the body, want to have good hygiene. You know, you're supposed to, the dentist tells you, brush your teeth and floss daily. You tell you how you should wash your hands before you eat and when you go to the restaurant. Little things that's, that's good for your health, and we know how to take care of these things. But another thing that we need to learn to take care of is our spiritual well-being. We need to have some spiritual hygiene. We still have some things that, that, you know, as you know, the pastors probably tell you all the time how you need to pray continuously. You know, we need to remind ourselves that we need to pray daily, continuously throughout the day, not just, you know, three times a day. If you do eat three times a day, you pray three times a day. You know, somebody that bless their, bless their food in the morning, bless their food in the afternoon, bless their food in the evening. That's the only time they talk to God. But we need to realize that God wants to have a continuous relationship with us. But yet, some, oftentimes we allow ourselves to get so dirty. It's hard for us to have a, a relationship with God. That's why it's bath time. We got to continue to wash ourselves each and every day. And, and, and it, got so, it got so good to David. David even talked about it in the Psalms. In Psalms 119, verses 9 to 16, David is, is talking about wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee, O let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. Then he gets excited here. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of the testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate. On thy precepts, and I have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in the statutes. I will not forget thy word. You see here, David realized that I, I want to stay clean in my life. I want to be pure. I want to be holy. I want to have great moral uprightness in my life. And the only way I can do this is by cleaving to, is cleaving to God's word. He kept on saying, your word have I hidden within my heart. I will op obey your decrees. I will meditate on your word day and night. I think he's pointing out that God's word is important. Just as you need a, some soap to wash up, you just can't have water. You see, sometimes we, we, we realize that we try to go about our way trying to take shortcuts, but we just still end up being dirty. In order for us to stay clean, to maintain our purity, we have to purposely practice God's word. Purposely practice. It's not by accident you wake up and pray. You purposely woke up in the morning and said, God, I'm going to give this day to you. 
It's not by accident that you learn to say bless you instead of something else to somebody. It's by you saying, God, I realize that I belong to you, so I will represent you. Observing God's word is helping us to stay clean. That's our bath time, getting into God's word. You're feeling dirty today. You're feeling upset some days. You just get in God's word. It can help clean you up. Knowing the word and living the word are two different things. I, I know some people that know the word but don't live the word. Some of them read the Bible more times than me, but they don't live the Bible. You see, I want to say to you, knowledge really doesn't account for anything when you don't have wisdom. Wisdom comes from God and then he gives you understanding. Wisdom means I know how to live my life and I will apply it. David said, I don't want to only know your word, but Lord, I want to live your word. I want to meditate on it day and night. I want it in my heart. You see, when we want to stay clean in God's kingdom, we have to use our heart. It's not head knowledge. It's not just I can dress up and make everybody assume I'm living like Christ. No, God is not judging you by how you dress. He's looking at your heart. And Jeremiah said that he searches the man's heart. He knows the inwards and the outwards. He knows what's going on within your heart. You may be fooling your pastor. You may be fooling me, your brother, your mother, your husband, your wife. But you're not fooling God. And when, and, and when you realize that your life is in such turmoil, your life is such mess, you realize you need to clean up. And the problem is that we realize we can't clean ourselves. We need some help. So we got to search our hearts. And then when we search our hearts, when we see ourselves in front of God, we realize how short we fall. How we don't measure up to his standards. When we look at his word, we see daily how, Lord, I am letting you down. And that's why God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whomsoever believe him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You see, God already knew that we would not be able to keep ourselves pure by ourselves. But yet he knew that if he provided a way. If he provided a way that will make it easier for you. See, I, I, it's just confusing me how God makes stuff easy. He doesn't make it complicated. We make it complicated. We make it hard for somebody to give their life to Christ. We say, well, you got to come to Sunday, and you got to come to Bible study, and you got to come here. But yet, I remember the adulterous woman came up to Jesus, and he said, where are thy accusers? And she says, there are some. He said, get up and sin no more. It wasn't complicated. It wasn't difficult. You see, God loves us so much, he wants us just to come to him. Just come to him. Come there dirty, and he'll make you clean. You see here, the psalmist says, Lord, I, I want to be pure. And it's said here, the, and the pure means to be moral, to be moral. You know, people want to walk upright. Not, not, he said, Lord, I don't want to fool the people. Lord, I want you to be pleased with my life. When you, when you are pleasing God with your life, you wake up with a peace. You wake up with a joy. Other people may be talking bad about you. Other people may be talking against you. But yet, when you know that you're walking with Christ, it does not matter. You don't care if they don't talk to you anymore. You don't care if they don't call you anymore because you're talking to Jesus. 
You realize that as, as, as the grace was saying, said you got a friend that's just closer than a brother. You see, God would never leave you nor forsake you. But yet it's up to us to keep ourselves clean. How do we keep ourselves clean? David says that I will hide your word within my heart. See, see, looking at verse 11 here, it says, see, thy word have I hid in my heart that I what? Might not sin against thee. You see, when it's time for baptism, we realize we want to be clean because we don't want to be dirty. What's the purpose of being clean? Well, you have a healthier life. See, see, we get caught up with today and the clocks and seeing what time is going to be, but yet God is concerned about your life. I don't think y'all with me here. See, we're concerned what's going to happen at 6 o'clock, but God's concerned what's going to happen when you're 60. I, I, I'm, I don't think everybody's with me here yet. You see, you think about what's down the road. God is saying, I know what's down the road around the corner when you get back. You see, he wants to, your whole life to benefit and have prosperity. Jesus says, I came to that you will have life more of abundantly. You see here that he wants you to have eternal life, to spend eternity with him, but yet, by yet, but yet, while you're still here, he wants you to have the best life you could ever have. I, I, I know it may be hard for you because I know you want that big mansion, you want those million dollars, that big job, but I'm going to say this, that Jesus says, seek ye first. The kingdom of God and all these rights will be added on to you. See, we get caught up with all what the world has to offer and forget what God has to offer. See, see, we need to get back and just be like David and say, Lord, it's your word is what I need. Think, think about it. You know, they, they have retreats. When people go on retreats to ask these questions, if your house was on fire, your office was on fire, what were the things you would take? You know, people say, I would take my music and my books and my picture of my family. You know, and those are real cinema nice things, but now let's think about this. What if you did not have a word from God? You wouldn't make it. You wouldn't make it. We, we sometimes forget how positive and how powerful and how this word can change people's lives that we just do not think about it until it's Wednesday night or Sunday morning. But yet, I, 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 I think the psalmist says, Where shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed there according to thy word. He's saying, we're being dirty because we're not staying clean. How do we stay clean? We've got to stay in God's word. Because we will mess up going, going on our own because when we're on our own, we're going against God's word. That's why Paul was talking about in Romans 7 chapter, said, when I want to do good. Bad is right there by me. You see, we're living in a world that we're not dealing with carnal warfare. It's a spiritual warfare going on. You oftentimes won't see the enemy coming at you when you're in the flesh. But if you're in the spirit. You'll be able to stand. That's why he says, be strong in the power of God. So I put on the whole armor of God. That you'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. But yet, what we do is we hold on to this dirty laundry in our house. We're going to hold on because we have good memories with that dirty laundry. We have so-and-so's phone number. Old love letters. We have all this stuff there. We just like... I. I can't let it go yet. And when you can't let it go, you're still dirty. You may be putting on clean clothes, but you still have dirty laundry. You can put on a clean suit with dirty socks, you're still dirty. You see, we, we, it's, it's the God wants to clean you from the inside out, but yet we just try to hide some stuff. 
We want, we want to keep some crevice in our heart and don't want anybody to know. But yet God already knows. So you're not fooling him. And, and we were made for his glory. Not for man's. Not for woman's. But for God. So we need to realize this. That, that, that when I dress myself up, I'm not dressing up for the person across the street or my neighbor or even my wife. But I'm dressing up for the Lord because I believe Jesus said that if you do not love your mother, your father, even your brother more than me, you're not worthy to be my disciple. We get so caught up of trying to please everybody, but God, we're just still dirty. I'm telling you, it's bath time now. We need to clean ourselves up. Because Satan is preying on us. He's going for the weak. You know what's weak in us? Our flesh. Jesus says in Matthew 26, 41, you know, that, that watch and pray so you will not fall into temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I, I challenge you to watch any, any kind of wild channel. You see those that hunt, they don't go after the strongest animal, the predators. They go after the weaker animals. They some punks. The, the, the big line goes after the baby antelope. Big strong line goes after a baby antelope because it couldn't catch the big one. Satan is trying to get you at your weakest point in your life. He's trying to get you when you think that you're doing all right. He's trying to get you when you think that success is the best and you can't get any better than this. That's when he's coming after you. Because when you start folk, stop focusing on God and start focusing on yourself, that's when you're getting dirty. When, you, when you're not looking at your world each and every day, you're having some problems in your life. We need to have some bookends. You know, wake up in the morning with God and go to night, with, go, to, go to sleep with God. And in between, you need to have God all in there. But yet, yet, when we start our mornings without God, we're starting our mornings with flesh. Flesh is going to rule. Flesh is going to take over. But yeah, when you start out with that song, as we sing the song, but oftentimes we don't wake up that morning. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. We sing the song, but how often do we think, I didn't wake up my mo- this morning back then. But we're singing the song anyway. We need to realize that, God, you gave me another opportunity. Let me cleanse myself, for I am so unworthy. But yet I'm, I'm glad how Paul, Paul says that, that your grace is sufficient. Talks about how, how just as sin abounds, grace abounds even more. You see here, yes, yes, you are dirty. It's okay being dirty, but yet take your dirt to Jesus. It's bath time. It's time to go to your Father. You see in this, that, that when we have the Word of God, the Word of God is coming from our Father, and the Father's trying to remind you how to live a life that's pleasing to Him. You see public announcements of parents saying, parents, talk to your children so they'll know how to say no to drugs. Well, I want you to know that children, talk to your father because he's trying to tell you what to say no to in your life. That's why some of us upset about the job we have. We're upset with our relationships. We're upset how we spend our money because we weren't listening to God. We are listening to ourselves. But yet, the Word of God is clear and concise. God does not bring confusion. He, gives, he brings peace. That's why, that's why the uh, psalmist got excited. Said, Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of the testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in the statutes. I will not forget thy word. 
uh, Jesus shared with his disciples that my holy, the comforter is going to come and will teach you with the Father. And also Jesus talks about Jesus teaching how the Holy Spirit will bring things to your remembrance. But if you do not study your word, you cannot remember God's word. You see, we need to study to show yourself of truth, rightly dividing the word of truth. We need to understand that God's word is made for rebuke and for correction, for building us up. It's, it's made for all purpose of our life. Being a Christian is not just showing up on Sunday. Being a Christian is as every second, every minute, every hour of your life, giving it back to Jesus. I, I, I believe it says that we get excited say, I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus, but we're not acting like a new creature. we acting like that same old person that came to Christ. It's time to clean up our lives. It's time for us to be real with ourselves. Uh, you don't have to confess to your left, to your right, but you need to confess to God. Open it up. Clear out that relationship with him and clean up. Have that word in your heart. Replace the word. Replace it. Get rid of that dirty laundry immediately. Don't hold on to it. Immediately let it go. Don't give a devil a foothold. Because this, this, we think that we can clean up our lives. We think we can do it on our own. You may have friends. You may have family members. It may be you yourself just thinking that when I get my life right... Then I will come to Jesus. I'm going to share you with this. This is not me, Shannon, but if you, if you want to argue against me, just go to 1 John, 1 chapter, and I'm going to call you a liar. You cannot get your life right by yourself. You need Jesus. You need Jesus to get your life right. That's why it says that in 1 John, uh, 1 John 1 chapter 9, verse says that if you confess your sins, God is faithful and just to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. We cannot keep ourselves entirely clean, but Jesus can make you clean from the inside out. Sin has left crimson stains in our lives, but yet his blood makes us as white as snow. You see, when we come to Jesus as Lord, I am dirty. I need to be clean. Cleanse me, oh Lord. Even times we backslide. Yes, we're going to mess up. I mess up myself. I'm not trying to stand here. I don't sin. Sin is continually trying to come against me. But continually, I got to stay in my word. Continually, I got to pray. I'm talking to some holy folks. Y'all already in heaven, huh? Are you saying, I'm still living in this world. And I'm glad the Bible says that you do not wrestle with carnal, but you can be power. You have the power of God's might to tear down strong. That's why Paul is saying put on the whole armor of God. It's time that we realize that there's a spiritual warfare going on in this community. And that if we're not clean, how can we help somebody else be clean? When we're living unholy, how can you tell somebody else to live holy? You want to talk about how so-and-so dressed, but how are you talking to them? You want to talk about how so-and-so is living, but how are you living? You see, we are so concerned about somebody else, but God is so concerned about you. And that you forget about him and you're living for somebody else. It's time that you just take it back to Jesus. Bring it all back to him. Live a life that reflects Jesus. Live a life that shows that salvation is real. We are the last defense of Christ. People are looking to find if Christ is real, but yet we're living a hypocritical life. We confess Christ, but we live the opposite. We cannot just have a day life and a night life. 
the psalmist writes, said, Lord, I want to have your words hidden within my heart that I might not sin against you. We need to take inventory in our lives. What are some things in our lives that we have not given totally over to God? Is it our tongue? Is it our eye? What is that issue in your life that is just so hard for you to let go and let God? It's not that hard. Just get into his word. It'll cut you up. Sometimes the word will beat you up when you literally say, Lord, I'm sorry. But that's good. Better the Lord than somebody else. Because he cares about your overall well-being. It's time to clean up. It's time for us to take whatever it is that we have back to the cross. And say, Lord, I, I realize that you died on the cross for my sins and that you nailed it. So it's time for me to be pure and to be clean. And as we as Christians, we call ourselves Christians, disciples of Jesus Christ, it's up to us to go and set the example for the world. We need to let them all know that Christ is alive. He rose again. And I'm a living testimony. I, I, I used to live in this dirty lifestyle. I used to stay dirty, but yet I now I'm clean through his word. Because beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God, and the word became flesh. And this word, we need to have it within our heart. And that's Jesus. Is Jesus in your heart? When Jesus is in your heart, don't you feel a little bit different? When Jesus is in your heart, don't you talk a little bit different? When Jesus is in your heart, don't you sing a little bit different? You see, when Jesus is in your heart, your house is different. Your car is different. You don't have a new car, but you have a new life in Christ. You don't have a new house, but your house is in Christ. You see, when you trust Jesus, you change and you clean up your life. You throw out that old laundry. You don't even look in the bag. You just throw it out. There's some things in our lives you just need to throw out and let Jesus in. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, right now we come to you, Lord. Surrendering ourselves to you. Lord, there's some things in our lives that we need to get rid of. Lord, there's some issues in our lives that we're struggling with in the flesh. But Lord, we realize that we cannot overcome, but yet through your power of your spirit. Hallelujah. Through Jesus, we confess our sins. And Lord, we want to walk in your light. We want to be holy as you are holy. We want to cleave to your word and turn from our wicked ways. Bless us, Lord, that we will continue to stay focused on your word. Encourage us, Lord, that we will go out and tell somebody else about a living Savior. Encourage us to help somebody else, Lord, that needs help. Help somebody that may be naked, that needs hungry, that's hungry, that needs some food. Lord, let us be used by you to make a difference. Lord, if there's someone here who does not know Jesus, Lord, we pray right now that they come to know him as their personal Lord and Savior. Your Bible says that if they confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and risen from the grave, they shall be saved. So, Lord, if there's someone here right now, Lord, we pray that they make that confession right now. And they give their lives to you. And Lord, you'll make them clean from the inside out. In Jesus' awesome name, Lord, we pray. Amen. 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 We'll open up the doors of the church. Is anyone here that has given a life to Christ? 
or maybe looking for a church home, we have plenty of pastors here and churches represented that we'd be happy to help and disciple you, to grow you. For it's not about which church you go to. It's all about the kingdom of God. That's what we're concerned about. Jesus said he came for the lost. So if that's you, we welcome you at this time. Is there anyone? One for the Father, one for the Son, one for the Holy Spirit, you may be seated. Amen, amen. Turn it back over to us. Amen. We would like to thank Reverend.